From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 326 for the week of August 7th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, our listener Jody returns for more trip planning advice and we finish up our Knott's Berry Farm 101 series, plus... Now, we share our favorite Disney vacation stories. It's our vacation show. Woo! Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hey there. Hi there. So, again, we are off on vacation for a couple weeks. We still have lots of shows coming to you. We just don't have our regular news show with news and rapid fire and all that coming to you. But we are still here. And as I said last time, we still care. (laughs) Yes. Oh, uh, so this time we'll share. We're going to share some of our, our favorite vacation stories, whether it be cruise line or Disney World or Disneyland. So, um, any quick housekeeping before we get started? Arizona meets coming up. Don't yes. forget to sign up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some really fun things planned. So, and the opportunity to get together with fellow Dizzers here on the West Coast, which is awesome. Yay! Yay. It's a good thing. Speaking of the West Coast, don't forget about that Royal Caribbean Alaska cruise with the Disney Dreams Unlimited Travel. June 12th of 2015 on the beautiful Jewel of the Seas. Has anybody done any research on the ship? It, does, it looks really cool. It doesn't have, it's not as big as Oasis of the Seas. Okay, well, good, because that's, <laughs> that's, that's just overkill. And I haven't been on that one, so I don't care. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> But we are all looking forward to that. Also, Podcast Cruise 5.0 is coming up quickly. That's that even is a smaller ship, right? What's that? That's an even smaller ship. That is an even smaller ship. That's the Disney Magic. It's the Magic Ship. Yes, it is a very Magic Ship. Uh, so again, that's November 30th of 2014. A Western Caribbean, seven-night Western Caribbean cruise, including a stop in Jamaica, I'm on. That might have been the worst Jamaican accent I've ever heard in my <laughs> West, life. Wes has been trying to teach me how to speak Jamaican, but it's just not working. Oh, you know, you know, you know, you just don't got it, man. Okay, that's the second <laughs> that's worst. worst mine. That's the second worst. <laughs> I, I'm not okay, claiming. Okay, let's hear no, yours. No, I know that I can't do one, so I don't try. That's how I roll. <laughs> oh, oh, just. I, 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 so you're okay with criticizing everyone else's poor Jamaican accent? I'm big <laughs> on knowing your strengths and weaknesses. Those who, those who can't teach. What? Oh, wait. oh don't even go there. <laughs> don't even Tom. go there. Those who can't stay, those who can't sleep outside the front door of Hotel Spatel. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. The Jewel of the those Seas has can't. six pools and whirlpools. Wow. Speaking huh. of overkill, wow. <laughs> and a casino. Yay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to gamble now that yeah. ta- Thomas taught me penny slots and the Michael Jackson yes. slot machine. Yes. So let me ask you guys, and this, this is kind of vacation related. So are you, who has early dining and who has late dining on on the Jewel of the Seas? I don't. I think I have 
We have dining your way. Yeah, that's yeah, what I got. Because yeah. they could. There's a wait list for early dining. I think we're on early dining. <laughs> really? Oh, lucky of course. You. Yeah. Oh, because you book so easy. You book so early. Yeah, we yeah. were going to do dining your way, and but then it there didn't seem to be a lot of options. So, because we're spoiled. that'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're we have late dining. So I didn't know there was a late. It's because you're such a party girl, yeah. Mary Jo. Yeah. No, it's so that we can do excursions and not have to rush back mm-hmm. to the ship. I know, yeah. but you're such a party girl. The do, when on Disney, do you usually do early dining or late dining? I do late. Okay, yeah. we prefer Always. early. I, yeah, we do too because just with so the, do we with, with the kids with the kids and Christy's even worse than the kids. So and I don't like <laughs> eating a lot of food that late. Right, and I kind of yeah. like the idea of having dinner and then going to a show. Yeah. See, nice. and I like the idea of going to a show and then eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it to works relax out. The show, to talk <laughs> about the show. I like the idea of eating dinner at the show. I just yeah, had to try it with a different. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are funny. Uh, any other mm-hmm. housekeeping? If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast.wdw.com. Yeah, especially all you teachers. Yes, Considering there's exactly two of us, and I'm Michael, you just let him go with that. Like you just like, oh, it's okay. I'm kind of disappointed you didn't stick up for us. <laughs> you just laughing. You got to consider the source, Tony. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, wow. we're good. We're good again. <laughs> and if you want to oh, see anything and, we talk about except teacher stuff, you can find that at Disney well, Plus. And I'm assuming that once she hears this, you'll be sleeping on the couch because you know you are married um, she, to a teacher. Luck, yeah, luckily, she doesn't listen. Oh, that. she's going to listen to this oh, one. Oh, I can make a little phone call there. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to see you in Disney <laughs> World. The show. first thing out of my mouth is going to be, "Hey, did you hear mm-hmm. what he said about teachers?" Which is, uh, yeah, then yeah, we'll go off with can. West and have a little family vacation, and you'll be stuck by yourself. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They have bumper cars on this ship, you guys. Wow. What? That's cool. Bumper cars? Bumper cars? That's what it says, if I'm reading this correctly. That frightens me. <laughs> I'm taking my children on this ship. <laughs> well, you know, Mary Jo falls in the them. fountains. How soon will she drive over the edge of the ship in one of these things? <laughs> you are so bad, Mr. Michael. So this, since this is our vacation show, let's talk about some of our favorite vacations, our favorite Disney vacations. Who wants to start? Anybody have a, a favorite Disney vacation that they've taken? I'll start with one. Okay, go ahead, Mary Jo. Um, one of one probably actually the two <laughs> what we considered all time when what do you call that when you say lifetime vacation or whatever right your bucket list um, vacations yes happen to be both disney and the first one i'm going to talk about is the one that we did it was on the magic mm-hmm. and it was a cruise in the mediterranean oh, wow. that my kids and i that i and i took in kind of a, a funny story regarding early and late dining we had our days booked. We went on all these excursions and everything, mm-hmm. and I didn't have experience on cruise ships. And they, I thought you had to be there right when the time said. And I, I'll just say six o'clock dinner or five o'clock dinner. So the kids and I get back, and it was literally dinner. We were late for dinner, or like it was going to be in five minutes. So we rush to the dining room and we sit down, and the our uh, waiter comes over to us and he takes a look at us and he goes, "Ma'am." You do have time to get cleaned up in your room before you come to the <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, well, we had been out all day. And we were we were all disheveled and everything from being out all day and everything. 
I just started laughing, you know, and he just wanted to assure me that I didn't have to rush to, to get there to the dining room. It, it was okay to get cleaned up before I, we went down there. So, <laughs> so it was very funny. So I, I, ever since then, I'm like, late dining is good enough for me. But um, that vacation, and I would never have known about it if it hadn't have been for the Diz. There we go mm-hmm. again. And we had joined one of the meat groups. For the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. we actually booked private tours with other families instead of using the official Disney tours. And we were able to um, tailor these visits. Like, we saw Pompeii. We spent more time in Pompeii than we would have on an official tour. And the friendships that we made with those other families just made that entire cruise... Um, it was a trip of a lifetime. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to mm-hmm. say. It just made that cruise incredible. And, and my kids... My daughter had just graduated high school, and that particular vacation just bonded uh, my kids and me that much closer. Fantastic, fantastic Disney vacation for all of us. I have a cruise-related story as well, and this is goes back to uh, 2007, 2008, and it's why I'm where I am today because it's how I found the Diz. Uh, we were getting ready to take our second Disney cruise. We had taken, we'd gone on Mexican Riviera in 2005. So we booked another one for summer of 2008. So year beforehand, I'm, you know, researching all over the place. And someone on Cruise Critics says, hey, you should go check out the Diz boards. They have lots of information there. So I go on the Diz boards and, you know, immediately become addicted and find the meets thread for this particular cruise and it it was just one of the most active threads there was. Well, come to find out, the cruise we picked was the 10th anniversary cruise of the Disney Magic. Oh. So there were tons of, of veteran cruisers and people who, you know, who had been on the maiden voyage and, you know, all the anniversary cruises, you know, the first, first um, Panama Canal or the first this or the first that. And, you know, so it was... It was a very active thread. Lots of nice, nice, nice folks. Our first experience with fish extenders, and it was just this amazing, amazing cruise that we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have had half as much fun if we hadn't, if we hadn't found the disboards and, and mm-hmm. started on this on this meat thread. And you know, this was what one one of the one of the. Um, veteran cruisers worked for a printing company and so he made lanyards for everybody that said you know 10th anniversary cruise of the magic and so you know there was probably a couple hundred people on this thread so everywhere you looked on the cruise it was almost like being on a podcast cruise where you see the podcast lanyard everywhere you looked you saw these blue dark blue lanyards and you know it's like hey how's it going good to see you and it was like you were meeting friends and 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 you were, I mean, because you you had talked for a year in advance of this of this trip, so it was, it was very very cool. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it was my first experience with the Diz, so that's that kind of that kind of makes it a highlight in your memory too. Any anybody else want to share? I will share. Go so then. I mean, I have two. Well, okay. actually, they're the same trip, but. <laughs> and it's funny because when I talk to people, I hear about going to Disney World and you get the inevitable, why are you going to Disney World? You have Disneyland. Right. And I've even talked to some Disney World veterans about what I did when I went on the Diz, 
before we went on the Diz cruise, Andrew and I were out there for was it ten days. We were there for a long time, for almost like, more than a week, just ourselves. And we had been to Disney World enough. I said, Andrew, this time we're going to do all the different things. Mm-hmm. And so we, I'm not an outdoorsy guy, but I can be a Disney outdoorsy guy because then everything's safe. So yeah, we did yeah. horseback riding. He had never horseback ridden before. I did it once when I was in school when I was a kid, but I was able to do the Disney. Uh, horseback riding at Camp Wilderness. Uh, we went on. Right. We went on one of the boats, the little paddle boats, out through um, whatever you. Bay, that's not Bay, Bay Lake. No, the big one in or downtown. Um, Seven Seas. The one that's the, I Wait, started from uh, Port Orleans and rode all the way out oh, to um, um, downtown Disney in Florida or that whatever that waterway was. Yeah, the one the lake that's out yeah. there by downtown Disney. Yeah, and then we also did. Uh, archery. It was all for kids. I think wow. I was the only non-seed. People, well, I didn't know that. And um, uh, I did it, even though it was mostly for kids, but I did it anyways. And so we, we did a lot of stuff that you don't mm-hmm. think of traditionally with a Disney vacation. But if I'm out here and I'm trying to find archery, it's not the same thing. I'm not on vacation. It's, who do I go? We're there. It's Disney. It's safe. You know they're going to have good quality instructors. We also did some things like... Uh, trying some we watched once uh, we watched the fireworks from the F- Grand Floridian after eating at their uh, counter service like going to different not just doing the same old stuff and I really right. that's what I think makes for those that say the difference between Disneyland and Disney World that's what makes Disney World different I won't say better but I'll, I think it kind of is for that that trip we woke up late because we'd been on rides before, we went on the, the few rides we wanted to go on, and then kind of did other stuff. And I will always remember that because it felt one of the things about Disney World that I love and I hate is that to really maximize it, you have to work, right? You have to get up early if you really want to get on all the rides. You have right. to plan. And this time, I was like, Andrew, we've been enough. Of course, then at the end, we did the six in one day, but. Um, but that, but the the it was it was a it was fun and relaxing vacation. We stayed up late. We did one of the uh, the late whatever the extra magic hours because we'd never done that before. But we got to do a lot of different experiences, even though you were at Disney World. And I will never. I it's one of my favorite. The best vacations we had was because we got to do nice. all this stuff that most people don't typically go to Disney World to do. But we kind of did. Right. So. Fun. There you go. Oh, and then the cruise, I'll just say, is the greatest thing to do, especially if you are a single parent and you have one kid or two kids. (laughs) Because literally, he got home later than I did. Uh Uh-huh. And he was able to – we were able to do stuff together. I remember one of the days was his birthday. And we spent, like, the whole day together and we played shuffleboard and all that stuff. Yeah. When we went, but then other times he was doing his thing. I was hanging out with Tom or Mary Jo, whatever I was doing. And then we'd get back to, and it was nice because you could have two separate experiences that you both loved and enjoyed, but yet also be together and have the fun there. It was the perfect vacation for, or if you are, if you're married and have kids and you want some time alone with just your significant other, it's the perfect, the cruise is the perfect vacation because they love it. But you do too. But then you can also do the whole family right. thing. So 
And they get they get so much independence. Yeah, it's a good way, especially I know with Wes seeing that started. But and ta- Andrew was a little nervous too at first, and then it's oh no, it's safe. It's okay. You're okay. Go do wherever you want because you know they're not going to go anywhere. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I loved it. I that's yeah. West has been enough now. He's he's. See you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, this is this is what makes people why Disney is Disney because they right. think of all that stuff. You yeah. don't. There's no other resort that you feel as comfortable letting your kid just go out on a cruise. You would. True. I can't think of another place where I can go on a roller coaster, have a five star meal at a restaurant, and do archery. Like you, I don't know where you can do all that, and you can with Disney. So. And I have no financial relation, uh, arrangement. I'm not making any. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Anybody else have a story? I, I have a couple. Go one ahead, is, Michael. One is, um, you know, when I, when I was a boy, we used to, to go to Disneyland every year. And mm-hmm. then, um, so it was just a, a thing. And then there were times I had to stay behind and do Aww. do my Disney gig. You know, and I, I stayed with family down there and all that. But then, uh, then you know, my little brother passed away unexpectedly. My mother died. And then, you know, when I was relatively young. So my dad wasn't interested in Disneyland. He was dealing with a sudden loss of family and all right. that. And then um, we, I just didn't go for the longest time. And so finally I'd graduated, you know, from university and I was teaching and it was Disneyland started advertising their 25th anniversary. And I thought, you know, I'm going to go. And so I got some college buddies together and we just, I said, let's just go to Disneyland and all that. And in those days, Disneyland was way more affordable. I mean, even for a young, you know, teacher living on his own and all that. And so, you know, we booked through the, you know, through Disney and, stayed at the Disneyland Hotel and all that. And I just remember the twenty the theme for the twenty fifth anniversary was it was a family reunion theme. And it was um welcoming back the family to celebrate Disneyland's twenty fifth. And and I remember the Golden Horseshoe even had a special um tag at the end, a special performance all about, you know, a family reunion um you know uh, number and all this stuff. And I just remember, it just suddenly reminded me of how much I missed Disneyland and that with, you know, how much I had allowed the the loss of, you know, these deaths in my family at a young age to, it, it, it allowed me to, I, I let go of a certain amount of my childhood with those deaths. And, it, it, and I realized I needed to regain that in mm-hmm. myself. Um. And, and that's when sort of my passion for Disney was reignited again. And so I started going to Disneyland every year when I could afford it. And, you know, when Carol and I started dating, she had a casual interest in Disney, <laughs> but realized <laughs> when it started to get serious, she was going to have to have more of a casual interest if she was going to make this work. And, um, and so she became an enabler, huh? Yes, yes, she did. <laughs> Ergo, her name on the boards. But um, so it was really the 25th anniversary of Disneyland. Their celebration it sort of led me to where I am now, and you know, being on on the show and, and all that kind of stuff. The, and and the, uh, the but probably one of the best Disney vacations. 
Carol and I had with the, the kids were out of the house and I had always, we'd always wanted to do a Panama Canal cruise. And I said, mm-hmm. I always, and, and, and I've always wanted to do a Disney cruise. And when they announced Disney's doing the Panama Canal cruise, I didn't even give Carol a choice. We always, <laughs> we always talk about things. I just said, we are doing this. I said, I don't care what the cost is. We're doing this. We were both, I, again, I was still teaching. We both woke up at the crack of dawn because, you know, the, the bookings, you know, they started at East Coast time. We were on the right. computer, both computers. We were on both <laughs> phones. It was, I mean, you know how it is. It was nuts. But we got through and we booked the cruise. We booked with friends. And, oh, my God, if you ever have a chance to do a Panama Canal cruise, um, do it Disney. We were on the Disney Magic. I think that's why we have an affection for that ship. Mm-hmm. It's our first Disney cruise. So we love that ship. Um, it wasn't the first Panama Canal cruise Disney had done. They had, they had not. The first ones, there were some issues. And they, they just smoothed them all out on this cruise. I mean, it was like the perfect cruise. Uh, and the Panama Canal is amazing. I mean, if everyone should have an opportunity to see it. But, but the interesting thing is, is that we sort of had a negative impression from the Diz because we did what you guys do. You know, I went on the boards. We saw there was a Diz group on there. This was the most non-Diz, Diz group we ever really? encountered. They were completely wow. cliquish. They wouldn't allow us to join their groups or activities. I mean, they flat out just told us. They had little names for their group. And I've never seen their names again on the boards um, that, that they gave themselves. But they wouldn't allow us to participate in anything. So wow. it left like a really bad taste in my mouth for the Diz. So when um, Diz Cruise 1.0 came up and everyone was signing up, Carol wrote Kevin. And said, you know, we want to do this, but this has been our experience, the Diz. And Kevin, and this is how we started our friendship with Kevin. He, he wrote back and said, you know, give it a chance. This is not what it's like. These are the most friendly, you know, welcoming people you will ever meet. And, and we signed up based on that. And everything he said was true. And, you know, you know, the, the Diz, Diz cruise, like I said in last week's show was, you know, one of the best cruises we've been on. So, and I agree with Tony with families, cruising is a great way to go. Or if you have mobility issues, cruising is a fantastic way to go because, um, the room goes with you. You get to go to all these wonderful places, but, um, you know, it's just, it's being on the ship. It's really easy to get around. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're talking about you know, Disney, Disney and Panama. I we kind of had a similar experience with the Alaska. Christy's always wanted to go to Alaska. I'm like, I don't want to go to Alaska. Why do I want to go to Alaska? It's cold. It's boring. And then, of course, Disney says, "Hey, we're going to Alaska." It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> let's go to Alaska. Now. So then we've been twice now. So, um, anybody else have any stories they want to share? Oh my gosh. Uh oh. That's that's yes. Oh my gosh. I think that's a yes. yes. <laughs> that's why I paused. I've had I've had so many because you know, I started out in the Midwest going to Florida all the time. I bought DVC back in 93. Wow. Um 
so yeah, I've owned Disney Vacation Club for 21 years now. Wow, it's kind of scary. Uh, and it's I almost expired, right? Huh? No, 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 not till 2049. <laughs> okay. And then we we got like a 15 year contract okay. extension on those contracts too. Um, but anyway. Um, I used to go down there so many times, and we I used to do these things called Disneyana conventions, the official. This is way before D23, uh-huh. and I know I've mentioned them on the show. Um, Michael, I don't know if you remember those things or not. Oh, yeah, they're I remember fantastic. them at Disney. Yeah, yeah, they had them at Disneyland, too. They had one at Disneyland, and that was for the 40th anniversary. And that was a pretty amazing trip. I actually got to meet Mark and Alice Davis for the first time on that trip. Which was really fun. Alice has always kind of been my hero. She's an amazing... I have a costume design background also. And she's been... Her eye with textiles and stuff is just amazing. And I've I've told Alice this a few times in the time I've known her. Um, but just getting to go on those experiences. And the first time I met Dave Smith was on one in... Orlando, I pretty much signed up for every single possible backstage tour I could sign up for. Um, And it was just me, no kids at the time. Um, So it was an incredible experience getting to do things like go underneath the fountain at Epcot, ride Big Thunder Mountain holding a cup of water. It was a physics class, a ride physics class. getting to go backstage and actually watch um, Star Tours and Wonders of Life as they go up and down and move, you know, actually watching from the floor as the ride mechanism is shifting around during one of its runs. You know, we had to sit there and be really quiet while everybody boarded (laughs) so nobody would know we were underneath it. Um, Just having some of the most amazingly fun times going to private parties inside the parks um you know where they've shut down a land at night and you know buffet tables all of a sudden showed up in front of indiana jones at disneyland and you had all these amazing foods and desserts and and such um going on a scavenger hunt at what was then Disney MGM Studios in Florida on one of them. We had these big giant packets, and I still have that packet to this day. How fun. And I'm curious to go through it again and see how much of that's been taken down. But just all the changes I've seen in the last 20-some-odd years of spending time in both of the parks and getting to show that to my kids and getting to... You know, watch their faces. They get excited or they learn something or, you know, there's been the times, Mom, do we have to go to Disneyland again? But, you know, all of that has just been, and looking at it from a business perspective, too, you know, watching the company grow as a business, watching them make changes. That's one of the other things I love about this podcasting is, you know, we get to sit here and analyze uh-huh. sometimes. You know, you, you guys hear it every week. And 
being able to put some of the things together that I've learned on my various trips or that I've experienced or that I've collected um, and to put it all together and saying and being able to compare compare then and now and I don't know I'm just rambling at this point I'm sure but <laughs> I think I think those trips make it special when you have people to share to have those good meals I've eaten at Victorian Alberts like five times nice. and different experiences each time mm -hmm. you know going with friends eating at the chef's table things like that and of course to top it all off the biggest experience of all getting married in <laughs> what? <laughs> what? wait 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 story, you, you got married but I don't understand why are we talking about it on the Disney podcast <laughs> I love you Tony what um, where'd you get married you know getting married at Disneyland at, at oh! California and oh, okay. and it, Actually being smuggled, because I knew someone being smuggled into the park in my wedding dress. Okay, now Which, here's a story we've not heard. <laughs> <laughs> to get pictures, or? Um, I have one very, very dark picture. Uh, <laughs> we popped my, my black leather jacket off. <laughs> Because I had one of those dresses that you could do, you know, that was a sleeveless dress. And we popped my black leather jacket off, and, and my husband was in his tuxedo, and it was this you know, we got a picture of us dress? in front of the castle. Okay, how did you snuggle someone in dress? Were you, like, my mother in her, her wedding gown was a hoop gown. It was this grand gown, but it was hooped. I mean, did you have a hoop? Gown, like a I didn't have gown? a hoop. I had crinolines. I had, I had crinolines, but I didn't have a hoop. But it was bustled up into the back, so it the train, you know, was all was all buttoned up. <laughs> so it didn't, you know. And then I basically looked like I had this giant poofy white. You know, my hair was all done up in an updo, so I didn't really have a veil connected to it. Um, I had one that I could take off. And, yeah, I mean, it, I just looked poofy, you know, I didn't really have it, I didn't have a train, I, I, so it was easy to smuggle me in with a black leather jacket on top of it, but it was worked out with a security guard at the front entrance by a, a very good friend of mine, um, <laughs> who shall remain nameless for very good reasons. <laughs> Bob Iger. Yes. Not quite. <laughs> Michael Eisner. <laughs> Gotta go a little further back. Anybody else have any but stories? Um, just another really quick. Well, go ahead, Mirja. As quick as we can do. Yeah. Um, the first we don't big do vacation. Quick yeah, we don't. <laughs> We're from California. We don't do quick. Um, yeah. What I was going to say about the Mediterranean cruise, it took me five years to pay off that cruise. And <laughs> if I had to make that decision again, I, I know they say don't take a loan out to do something, but it was such a good experience that it was, I would do it again in a heartbeat. But the uh, first, first vacation that we went on that actually brought me to the Diz was a nine night, which was huge for me, vacation with my kids, my dad and his wife at Walt Disney World. Nice. And because of the Diz... We had rented a car, and I actually knew how to get to places. And I just remember my dad the whole trip saying, 
how do you know that? How did you get that? Where did you? And he was just so in awe of how easily we were able to do things. And that was from the vacation that we had. And again, my kids were 10 and 11 at the time. And they're now 25 and 26. And we still talk about that vacation and what a fun time we had. Rock and Roller Coaster had a soft opening. That's how long ago it was. Nice. Yeah, that was okay. fantastic. Okay, you just reminded me of another story, so i got to tell it real quick. We're running out of time, but i got to tell this story. Okay, so Christy and I had been to Disney World in, like, 99 for a full week. And then it was 10 years before we went back again. So this was 2009. I had finally I had found the Diz. So did lots of research and everything. We decided we were going to do deluxe the deluxe dining plan. So Ooh, we were there seven awesome. nights with West and yeah, deluxe dining plan. So we you know we spreadsheet everything because you, we were sitting down for meals three times a day. Uh, a couple quick stories. One is about Hoopty Doo review. We had reservations for I think it was the the probably the six o'clock hoop to do review. We were at Epcot that day, so we had to take the monorail from Epcot all the way to Magic Kingdom, and then it was pouring down rain. Oh my god! So we get off the off the off the monorail to to catch the boat to to Fort Wilderness, and the water was probably four inches deep. In the little mall there, from the the walkway from monorail to to the to the um, boat dock, so we're tra- we you know we're getting soaked. So we get on the boat, get to get to Fort, the Fort Wilderness campgrounds, and you know like I said, we're just soaked. The rain the rain's coming down. So I, I actually I think by that time it had stopped, but we you know like I said we we're soaked. So I go into the store and I buy myself some shorts and I go change. So it's like I'm not I'm not going to be miserable. And of course, Christy, the, ever the martyr. Oh, I'm fine. I don't need anything. So my favorite picture from the trip is her sitting at the table at at Hoopty Doo Review, covered with a tablecloth oh, to God. to dry to keep her you know try to dry her clothes. She's got a ta- you know the check tablecloth wrapped around her. Drying her off at Hoopty Doo Review. The other story is is the one that you reminded me of. I have to tell. <coughs> um, we they they had it was fairly new. I think the the des, the fireworks dessert party there at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to surprise my family with the fire the the dessert party. So I kept trying to book it and book it and book it and I couldn't get it. So finally one day. We were at the Magic Kingdom and we were watching the parade. And I'm like, I gotta go do something. I yeah, go to the bathroom or something. So I run over there and I was able to book in person for the for the the fireworks the dessert party. Like score. So then you know later on we're getting ready to watch the fireworks and we find the, you know walking around the hub and we find this nice spot and I'm like, how am I going to get them over to the dessert party and surprise them so i'm like trust me i know this spot i heard about it from john and kevin on the podcast (laughs) just follow me and chrissy's like if we lose our spot and we don't get a better spot you are gonna you know be in big time trouble so then we you know we go up to the tomorrowland noodle station or whatever it is now and go around and 
She's like, what's this? I'm like, oh, we're going to the dessert party. So I... Oh, that is neat. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I surprised Aww. her with that, but I, I blamed it that on John. Neat. I blamed it on John and Kevin to get her away from her her perfect spot. <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> so that was that's an awesome surprise. That was, yeah, it, that was fun. Uh, oh, that was also where I had to expl- because um, during the fireworks there, of course, Tinkerbell comes down, but she comes down right past. Right, right over the top of you, mm-hmm. and I think right. West was six at the time. So I had to explain that the wires, of course, were for to power the lights on the castle. Oh, nice! Yeah, or I, I, I think now I use that they power the wings, the lights on the wings. Anyway, oh, I tell I tell folks that it's so that it's to guide her way, so she, there you she can't go. see in the there dark. You go. Oh, cool. All right. So if you have a favorite Disneyland vacation, be sure to share it with us. We'd love to hear about it, especially if it's a Disneyland vacation. Maybe we'll share those on the show in the future because we... That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be very fun. I I, I have good news for Mary Jo. The bumper cars are on the Quantum class ships, Mary Jo, and we're a jewel of the sea. Is is a radiance class, so you don't have to worry about driving off the ship. <laughs> oh, that was oh, thank, thank you, Michael. I'm sure I'll find some other way though. Yes, but exactly. I'll make sure you're with me. <laughs> Just make sure you're not a bad influence on my children with that. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of spending time with them, Nancy. Oh my gosh, I'm so looking forward to all of us to all of us getting to share that whole experience. That'll be fun. And we're looking so forward to sharing many- it with our listeners. Yes, definitely. Yes, and if anybody wants to plan a Disney that's planning on going on the Radiance, let us know. Radiance? And we'll- Jewel. 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 I mean, the Jewel of the... The Radiance class ship yeah. <laughs> of the Jewel of the Seas. I save. Because we're definitely, you know, because it's not an official podcast cruise, the, you know, we're allowed to plan our own meetups. So I think we should all get together with you guys at some point. Thank you. Thank you, folks, for sharing your stories with us tonight. That is going to do it for this segment of the Design Plugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.